Yo, Whiskey Sick Podcast episode number 97. We eating ass and getting indigestion on today's episode. Seth Gecko, aka Moody motherfucking Hank, live from Dago Bitch, California. Hit him with that theme music. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, bang, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up. All the bands, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Why don't you get up? What the fuck is up, Whiskey Podcast faithful? Welcome to the show. I'm back. I know it's been almost two weeks. It's been a minute. I'm sorry I left y'all without a dope podcast to step two, to step two, but I'm back. I'm back. Fired up, homies. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot. Uh, I never even talked about the Super Bowl. I've been thinking about that shit. We had, we had some fights go off without a hitch this past weekend. Uh, we've got a couple coming up. Um, not great cards, but, um, you know, we'll work with it. Uh, the fuck else? we got, we got a lot of shit, man. Um, what's going on here? What's going on? We in, we in Dago, bitch, California. Sandy, Sandy, let go of my motherfucking ego, bitch. Uh, we're rocking about 70 degrees. Um, it's basically almost summer already here in Dago Bitch, California. Uh, chonies, uh, murder champs, that's how I'm rocking today. The chonies and the murder champs still. Um, no ass napkin uh, uh, advisory as of this week yet. A couple weeks ago it got into the mid or mid-80s, almost 90s, out of nowhere. Ass napkin warnings shooting across my screen. Uh, uh, you know, the, the the beeping sound. This is just a test. We test in the uh, ass napkin advisory warning system. This is just a test. Uh, and it's working. Um, so we're on standby with that. Um, what else do we have going on? Uh, we had the Oscars. I actually watched, watched the motherfucking Oscars for the first time, I think, in my life. Like, the whole thing. Not by choice, homies. Not by choice. Uh, the old lady um, bogarted uh, the, the, the TV, um, put on uh, this motherfucking Oscars, and it was a whole bunch of movies I've never fucking heard of. There's some uh, like Asian film about the coronavirus or some shit that won like every award, and it's not even in English. You have to like read. It's like it's like subtitles and shit. You got to read this shit, and it was like some South North Korean, South Korean, some kind of Korean um, pandemic movie. I'm guessing they were just taking shots at the Chinese, and it's some fucking 
undercover coronavirus type fucking shit. Um, I, I guess we'll have to check it out. I don't know if it's on Netflix or what the fuck ever. Uh, just a whole bunch of, man, when they pan the crowd, just a whole bunch of motherfucking lames, homie. I'll tell you this, though. There's two motherfuckers I would like to hang out with uh, would probably be um, Brad Pitt. You know this motherfucker got Betty stories up to Yinger, homie. He's got mad Betty stories. Imagine the shit he could tell you about his ex old lady, uh, 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 the pouty lips chick, um, the video game girl. Uh, fuck, fuck was her name, man. Listen, homies, you know how I'd be smoking before these shows. I can't remember fucking names or nothing. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, you can imagine the freak, remember how she used to freak off with that old dude from Bad Santa, remember that shit, they used, they used to freak off crazy in public, can you imagine what she was doing with Brad fucking Pitt, motherfucker from Lock, Stock, Two Load of Barrels, or what was it, Snatch, motherfucker was uh, uh, Achilles, this motherfucker was uh, all sorts of shit this motherfucker was, man, but, uh, he, he won, he won, like, best actor or some shit, uh, him and his homie, uh, uh, Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio, I'd love to kick it with those fools, other than that, fuck that entire room, man, there's just a bunch of snobby-ass little punk motherfuckers up in there, man, uh, and now, like, the new thing with the Oscars is just, like, hop on the latest fucking trend, so, like, now the latest trend is talking shit about people, uh, who try to be all virtuous and shit, and, uh, this PC culture and shit, which the Oscars is, which is why they, uh, they pretty much fired, uh, Kevin Hart from doing it, because he said some shit way back in the day about gay people, and then, you know, people came to his rescue, and it used to be about Me Too movement was every fucking speech a couple years ago, then it was how there's no black people in Hollywood, and now it's all, it's like all this shit, and now the thing is making fun of them for that, and now they're, like, embracing how they used to be, like, nah, fuck all that, homies, it's it's just fuckery at its highest level, man. Um, uh, every 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 Betty out there, I, I swear sometimes these Bettys look better uh, outside of these things. They look they look better in real life without like makeup and shit. They put on so much makeup and these weird ass outfits and shit that look like I I don't know like uh, Rio de Janeiro like Carnival or some shit like that. These motherfuckers wearing like peacock outfits and shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but they look whack as fuck. Chicks that you normally like bad as fuck, they looking whack as fuck. It's like the harder they try, the more stupid they fucking look, man. They're making themselves look 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 silly out there. Um, the best thing that happened though is they started showing. Um, of course, it was already like three hours into the motherfucker. I'm chilling there. They start showing like epic songs uh, from movies, you know, like the Rocky theme song and shit like that. You know, iconic uh, songs from movies. And then all of a sudden they show 8 Mile. And I'm like, oh shit, they, they fucking actually giving Eminem a shout out. And then all of a sudden they panned to the stage and motherfucker came out and did Lose Yourself out of nowhere. Perked my little fucking chubbed up my little shooter real quick. Uh, best part of the whole motherfucking show, they showed, uh, half the motherfuckers asleep in there, though, there's, like, these dusty-ass, like, old-ass bags out there, uh, Scorsese, I ain't ever watching another movie of your bullshit, you, you fall asleep during a fucking two-minute, two-minute motherfucking Eminem, uh, uh, performance, but you put out a fucking 16-hour motherfucking movie on Netflix about Irish people, man, fuck you for that. You gonna how the fuck you gonna fall asleep for a two minute performance? But you but you put out a fucking a fucking like Bible of a fucking movie out on Netflix. I couldn't get through fucking twenty minutes of that boring ass shit. This motherfucker got the nerve to fall asleep on the God MC. Some shit. I'll be dick riding, homies. I don't give a fuck. I'll be dick riding. 
I, I, no shame in my motherfucking game. There's few people. I, I'll fucking dick ride the shit out of motherfucking Eminem. I'm still bumping that motherfucking album. I'm still bumping music to be murdered by. As a matter of fact, I got a fucking hard copy. I ordered that shit from the Eminem website. That shit came in two days ago. I'm putting. I got. I'm the last car with a CD player in it. I, I was bumping the CD, motherfuckers. And anyways, the Oscars were trash. It was fucking boring. Uh, just confirmed why I've never actually watched them. Just a bunch of motherfuckers. Uh, the, the homie, the Joker dude, came out and did another. He, a couple of weekends ago, he I, he got another another award. Joaquin Phoenix, um, River Phoenix. I don't know what the fuck his name is, but a uh, homie homie came out and he did a really good speech. You know about diversity and shit. It was actually really dope. Uh, uh, diversity in Hollywood. And then he he came <clears throat> he came out at the Oscars and. How the fuck he was doing, man? He he was babbling, dude. He looked like he hit the pen. He was at, he was backstage with your boy Moody Hank hitting hitting the vape pen or some shit like that because he was spaced the fuck out, bugging hard. I don't fuck was what was going. On. He looked like Adam Gase from the Jets. He looked like the the Jets head coach. Remember when that motherfucker got hired like a year ago and he came all fucking tweaked out, heavy? That was this motherfucker, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He was just mumbling, stumbling, bumbling on some bullshit. Um, other than that, I mean that 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 shit was. Nothing even to report on. I mean, this shit, they, they do like a fucking 10-hour pre-show like it's the motherfucking Super Bowl, man. It's fucking crazy, man. It's just a bunch of whack-ass movies you ain't never heard of and that you never even hear of. I don't know if I've ever seen a, 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 a nominated film, ever. I, I Ever, ever. Um, Maybe uh, 8 Mile, if 8 Mile got, got uh, nominated back in the day, maybe that shit. But uh, let's let let's get right into this fight talk shit. Let's get into Jones versus Reyes, um, a very controversial fight. Um, the whole card it was all right. It was all right. There were some uh, low level dudes. This dude Zalaw out uh, in the first fight. He was pretty dope. Um, I gotta give the homie shout out. This dude um, James Krause. Uh, he he was basically there for this dude's law. He was gonna be in this dude's corner. I think one other fighter on the on the card. He was in the corner. This dude showed up to be a corner man. And the day before, a fight dropped out. A fighter dropped out, and he jumped in at 185. And Kraus is usually a 155 or maybe he competed at 170. Maybe that's where he was. But this dude jumped in at 185 pounds and fought this dude, um, Trevin Giles, who was a, a fucking monster. This dude volunteered to to fight a fucking monster, a young up and coming bull on like a day's notice homies at the at in the fucking line for the continental breakfast at the holiday inn next thing he knows he's fighting a fucking beast in, 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 and almost got a fucking first round submission he had the homies back he had his he had his neck multiple times in rear naked chokes this dude james Krause, he's usually a really tough fighter um hadn't fought in like a year uh but good fight right there that was a, that was a um you know, one of the better undercard fights. And then they had Shevchenko, man. What are you going to do about Valentina, man? She's a bad little... She's an undercover, bad little FBI undercover Betty, homies. That's what that's what Shevchenko is. She just beat this homegirls. I told y'all. I mean, you didn't need me to tell y'all. I'm not telling y'all anything you didn't already fucking know. Chikagian, uh, Chikigian, Chikagian, whatever her name is, fucking got her ass beat. Uh, just stepped out there and, and just got smoked. It's not that he, she doesn't even have skills. It's that she don't have skills like that. Shevchenko didn't fight like that against uh, uh, Liz Carmouche. Uh, Shevchenko wasn't that effective against Liz Carmouche, which is a testament to Liz Carmouche. Um, her stand-up was, you know, Ch- Chikagian has better stand-up than Liz Carmou- Carmouche is supposed to, and yet she didn't look nearly as bad. It was just a boring fight um, that... Uh, 
that Liz uh, Carmouche Shevchenko fight, the, her, her previous title uh, title defense. Uh, but uh, I felt like Liz Carmouche went all five rounds. It was boring, but at least she didn't get smoked out like uh, Chukagian did. This girl came out there. They just she just looked soft, and I don't mean that like uh, she got no heart, kind of soft. I just mean her, her bot. She not not that she's not in shape, not that she's fat or anything like that. I'm just saying she she just looks soft. Look like these motherfuckers were made out of you know different materials. You know, there's ones you know drywall. One's made of drywall. One's like fucking concrete or marble. And marble is Shevchenko. This other girl is just some fucking drywall. You know, she just looked like I I don't know. They just they just not made the same. Uh, Shevchenko got some takedowns. Beat her ass up with some nasty elbows. Um. She was at one point. She did a, a spinning wheel kick at, at, on some uh, Edson Barbosa shit and clipped her instead of catching her with the heel. Though, like Barbosa caught that homie Terry Ed, Terry Edom back in the day, she caught this chick with like her foot, like on some Van Dam uh, spinning back kick finishing move, like from like um, uh, Bloodsport kick, any Van Dam movie really. That spinning, not the jumping spinning one that he does, but the other one where he just throws it, just like a wheel kick. Uh, caught this chick right in the face and then followed it immediately with a, a with a fucking lead leg axe kick. She threw a fucking two kick combo, a spinning wheel kick into a, a, a front leg axe kick. Barely missed with the axe kick. That's the kind of shit she was busting out there. This dude, this chick, this dude, this chick Shevchenko is a monster. She'll she'll counter you with spinning back fists. She'll wait for you to throw a jab, duck it, and spin. And you throw a kick. She'll counter you off of a kick uh, with a spinning backfish. She almost knocked homegirl's head into the front row on some fucking um, barbarian shit on on, on 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 some ancient Roman times, uh, you know, type throw the head in the crowd type shit. Uh, but she beat this homegirl's ass, uh, got her in a, a crucifix. Couldn't get out, homegirl. Couldn't get out. It's not even that she was landing big punches from the top. It's just that they, once you get caught, it's so hard to get out of a crucifix, especially if somebody's bigger, stronger than you. Uh, and homegirl just had no answer for for the fucking. There's nothing worse than being caught in a crucifix. Uh, that's probably the worst position in MMA. You can say having your back taken, fully mounted, but the crucifix. That shit. That it, homies that don't know. That's homegirls on top of you. Um, your one arm. You're basically in a, a crucifix position. That's where it gets it. You're in a cross position. You have one arm trapped by her legs in a figure four pinning your leg, your one arm to the ground. The other one's pinned with her head. She basically got it using her head against the ground, pinning your, your, your arm to your side so you can't do shit. So you're just sitting there like like Christ on the cross, you know, fucking taking the arrows in the gut and shit like that. You 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 ain't coming back in three days, though. Um, and, and, and Chukagian got pounded out. She just couldn't get out of there, and they showed mercy and, and got her ass up out of there. Got the boom, the Roombas out there zooming around, uh, sweeping her little ass up. She got smoked. Uh, Reyes versus Bones, man. I had it 3-2. I'll just come out and say it. I, like most people, I had it 3-2. Um, I broke down these rounds on this shit. Uh, the second, really the second. Uh, actually, it was... Uh, I guess the third, the third was 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 the one. At, at first, when I first heard the the decision, I thought it was complete robbery. It's robbery. It it, it was a bad decision. I I, I think uh, whoever had it four one, that's a little crazy. Not super crazy, but four one for Jones. That means you gave him the second round. I definitely didn't see the second round going to him. I thought Reyes came out. He had a perfect game plan. He stayed in his face. He put pressure on him. He pushed his pace. Reyes came out there landing left kicks to the legs, to the body. He was landing those all day. He was landing left hand after left hand, and he was just pushing the pace. Um, and, and he stayed in John Jones' face, um, and he dominated the first round. It was mostly because John Jones 
Jones was kind of laying back, but he he was taking punches. I, I'm sure he didn't plan on taking that uh, that much uh, work. Uh, second round, um, what do we have? Uh, he, he was just busy again. I, I, you know, I think uh, Jones in that round started picking up the pace a little bit. He started landing some good shots of his own, started landing some jabs in the second round. Uh, it was kind of, you know, back and forth, but I, I felt that uh, Reyes definitely out-hustled him. Uh, punch stats don't always do uh, a fight justice. In this fight, it did. In this fight, punch stats said a lot, and he out-punched, out-landed uh, Jones in that round, out-worked him in that round. The third round was up for grabs. That was a big one where um, the big moment of that round was Reyes landing a head kick. He landed with his toes, uh, but he still landed it clean. Um, it, it was back and forth. John Jones, you could see, start pick it up, especially at the end. Uh, rounds four and five, I, I gave round three to, to Reyes the head kick, and I thought he was just a little bit busier, landed more punches. The punch stats also showed that too. Landed more punches by like five, six or so, about like that. Four and five were pretty much all Jones, and that's where Reyes, you know, he paid for his, he paid number one for never being in a five round fight, at least not going past three rounds in a five round fight. Um, his pace was so so aggressive in the first two rounds that he just couldn't possibly keep it up. Um, so that's something he's gonna have to he's gonna have to try his pacing a little more. Um, it's gonna be hard to finish John Jones. It's gonna be hard, no matter who fights him. You're not gonna. You, chances are you're not gonna finish John Jones. He is susceptible to to decisions. He he gives up early rounds. He really does. He did it against Cormier even in their second one where he ended up knocking Cormier out in the third round. Uh, I had it uh, up until he got knocked out. Uh, I had Cormier up going about to be up three round three three rounds in that second fight. Um, definitely two zero into that third round and. Um, you know, his pacing is, is a little off, John Jones. I don't know what's going on with him, but um, he came on hard. And you know what? It's just like the first Gustafson. A lot, these these refs seem to give a lot a hold they they weight the rounds a little differently it's like the last couple rounds are weighted heavy more heavily than what you did in the first three rounds and all they remember is john jones coming on in the last two rounds the last 10 minutes of the fight it was pretty much all john jones and that's all they remembered and they gave him the fight and you know what i, I for a while i was like you know what i still think reyes won the fight but Reyes has nobody else to blame but himself. You knew it came down to that fifth round. No matter what you want to say, no matter what the scorecard, if Reyes had come out and done what he was supposed to do and just said, fuck it, in round five, no matter how tired you are, go out there and work, at least in spurts. He did nothing. He just went around and let, and let John Jones dominate him in that fifth round. And you can't do that and expect to get a, to get a decision, even if you won the first three rounds. Um, so I don't agree, but I kind of don't mind it as much. Uh, the decision uh, because he got so outworked in that fifth round Reyes did it, it, it was like come on everything's on the line there man you got to give some give me some spurts at least you know some good 30 second work run around the cage for a minute 30 seconds run around the cage for a minute but he just kind of ran around the cage walked up against the cage um, and just got his ass fucking dominated in that fifth round and, and that pretty much sealed his fate um, but if you really wanted to get like the fight I would want to see, you know, I, I, it all depends on Santos. It all depends on, you know, uh, Tiago Santos' health. If he, was, if he was healthy right now, I wouldn't give Reyes an immediate rematch. I'd have Reyes fight Tiago Santos. I don't know if they fought before. If they have, I don't, I don't remember it. Um, I don't think they have. But if they, either way, I'd, I'd like to see that fucking fight. Reyes versus Tiago Santos. Um... And then winner of that gets the rematch. Winner of that gets the rematch. You got John Jones talking about going to heavyweight. I think he's kind of putting that on hold now since he struggled two times in a row. Um, 
uh, against fighters. Two fights he basically should have lost. You know, you could you could almost say that you know uh, this fight should you know be Reyes versus Tiago Santos for for the title for somebody's title. Um, but it, it was a solid fight, real good fight, real real good technical back and forth. Each fighter had their moments. Very competitive. Reyes Reyes uh, he he he. Put all my questions to answers, just like Tiago Santos did in his fight, man. You never see him against, uh, you know, I, I, he fought Weidman. Weidman was coming up from 185, uh, kind of on his last leg of his career. Um, he had some impressive wins, I guess, but you just didn't see him extensively. I wanted to see extensive work, just like with Conor McGregor against, against Neroni. I wanted to see Conor McGregor have to punch the clock and do some work. I wanted him to at least get to his first 10-minute uh, uh, mandatory uh, uh, break. At least maybe get to the five-hour lunch period, something like that. I needed him to get some work in, have to bring out the uh, uh, um, the, the lunch box or some shit. But you know, when they finish fight so quick, you really don't know what to expect in these long, drawn-out fights because nobody's gonna go in there and just walk through John Jones ever. It's just not gonna happen. Um, so I guess the next fight is still gonna be Reyes. They're gonna give him the immediate rematch. Uh, I'm cool with that. Um, Ray is going to have to, he's just going to have to uh, uh, be able to, it's not a matter of fixing his cardio. Oh, he just needs to work on his cardio. His cardio is what it is. At this level, at this point, fighting for, ti- uh, for titles, it is what it is. We've gone over this before with like, with, with, with uh, McGregor. You either have like a, a, a little, you know, um, Ford Escort 10-gallon tank. And, and, and your optimum, that's, that's it. That's what your body, that's what God blessed you with was a 10-gallon tank. Other motherfuckers, you know, the Cerrones of the world, the Gaethys of the world, all those motherfuckers, the Khabibs of the world, they got the, the, the fucking, you know, Ram Silverado fucking 30-gallon tanks. You know, and it doesn't matter what they what anybody does. It doesn't matter how much cardio that, you know, Reyes, you know, McGregor, all these guys are going to do. It is what it is. Their full capacity is what it is at this point. It's not going to get any better when you're at this. If it was early in his career, maybe, but not now. Um, you're in the prime. You just got to learn how to pace yourself better. Um, I, maybe he thought he can come out there and, and get Jones out of there in the first round because he was that aggressive and he landed some good shots. Um, but I think from seeing this fight, I have to think that he probably got to play it for for a decision at this point. Doesn't mean you don't go for the, you know, you don't go for broke. It's just you got to really pick your spots when you go for broke. You really got to um, take that um, Yoel Romero type repro- re- uh, approach. His gas tank isn't very good, but he goes five rounds. And it's because you know what what costs him a lot in his decisions are you know periods of inactivity Canelo Alvarez he's another dude who gives a lot of rounds away because of his gas tank ain't all that he has to take rounds off he literally takes you know two minutes of a three-minute round off you know and he was losing to Kovalev just that way he was losing to uh, uh Amir Khan just that way getting smoked out five rounds to nothing before he landed the hammer you know, so uh, uh, he's just got to pace himself better. That's that's the only thing I would change for Reyes is just pacing better. So he can keep when he was getting off first, when he was first to engage, when he was staying in John Jones face, John Jones really didn't have much of an answer. Uh, this was one of the more um, diverse attacks that John Jones had seen. He was seeing he was getting landed on to the body with kicks, getting landed on leg kicks, heavy leg kicks, especially early he kind of faded with the leg kicks late. Um, left hands down the pipe. He's got that southpaw stance, which which is nice for for John Jones. He kind of struggles against that. He had really no answer early on for the left hand down the pipe. Um, 
John Jones just turned the tide by being John Jones, landing some elbows in there, nasty little elbows, and, and just, you know, his diverse attacks also. Um, and and so uh, that's that's what all he's got to do. That's all he's got to do. He's just got to choose where uh, Ray has got to do. He's just got to choose where he explodes. He can't just come out, blow your motherfucking wad in, in the opening scene, you know. You, you, you fucking get the Betty on the bed. Uh, she's pulling the drawers down. She gets to shoot her out, and you're you're, you're fucking busting already. No, 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 no. You gotta get you gotta get to the diaper change. You gotta get all the way to the diaper change position. You gotta get to the pile drive before you even think about uh, uh, busting your little load. Uh, uh, Dominic Reyes, you got you got you got to hold on to that nut, homeboy. You can't bust off in the first motherfucking round like that. Um, pace yourself, youngster. Um, well, Rogan and 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 and. Um, Dominic Cruz were, were, were fucking dry hating. Rule number one of, of the Whiskey Sick podcast is you well know if you're gonna hate, keep it dry. And these motherfuckers were dry hating on the ref sitting right next to him, talking shit to him. During the fights, they're like, these motherfuckers aren't even paying attention. They were giving you play by play on the fucking what the refs were doing. In, in in the middle of the fights, not what was going on in the fight. They were like, "Look at this motherfucker! This motherfucker looks like Scorsese at the fucking Oscars. He's over here snoozing during the fucking fight. This motherfucker snoozing. This other guy's on Instagram. Uh, this other motherfucker sending dick dick pics to his Sancha. There's all sorts of shit going on over here. And they were they were talking shit. They're like, "How the fuck? What's going on here? What, what what just happened? They were like, they were taunting him, man. You imagine Joe Rogan, that beast motherfucker, talking shit to you. You're just this uh, scrawny little uh, dusty old motherfucker." and you got Dominic Cruz, the Dominator, talking shit to you, man, um, but go back and listen, I, during, during one of the prelims, they were just talking mad shit about the refs, and, and they, were, they were saying, you know, this is a, a warning to all the other fighters coming, uh, you don't want to go to a decision because these guys aren't even paying attention to the fight, and sure enough, it came down to a, a huge decision, um, I thought they got it wrong, um, I, I've been saying here, I, I, got, a, I got something for y'all. I, you know, the, everybody goes into the scoring. Uh, your boy Moody Hank is back writing again for some. I gotta mention, I'm, I'm gonna be writing some articles from for some MMA sites. This is one of the articles I was just talking about. Everybody's talking about how they gotta revamp the scoring. They can't use the ten nine no more. Um, Joe Rogan's got it best. If you want a quick fix, all you have to do is just add two more judges. Then if you have two more on judges, at least one more on judge usually that that it, it gets you know. They, it doesn't matter what they did. If they saw a completely different fight, they're real, having two more judges kind of gets rid of that. It kind of gets rid of the extraneous motherfuckers out there, the contrary motherfucker, the Adelaide birds of the world. Um, I think they were talking about the 10-10 rounds during, during the broadcast. I think you should use more 10-10 rounds, not use less. They make it sound like you shouldn't ever use a 10-10 round. If nothing happened the fucking round, if nobody clearly had any kind of advantage at all, at all, give them a 10-10. I'd be fine with more draws than I would bullshit fucking decisions. Giving somebody a win who didn't deserve a win just because you're like, oh, this guy looked like he landed more. Now, fuck all that. My thing is this. We need to go back to the pride styles. And they used to judge it as a, the fight as a whole based on, like, damage. So, like, a schoolyard fight. Whoever, when the bell fucking rang, and whoever was on top landing blows, that motherfucker won. That motherfucker was getting, getting the little fucking uh, ball thwaps in the hall, was getting the little kisses blown at him. Not, not what happened in the first couple minutes. Homie could have got his ears boxed in, but when the teachers broke it up, whoever was on top landing bombs won the motherfucking fight. And that's how Pride used to do that shit. But Pride also had a first... Round 10 minute first round, and then the second round was five minutes. So that first, that 
first round is 10 minutes. Think how long, how different fights would be. Maybe this fight would have been different with a 10-minute first round. And I say, take it to the championship fights. Make the first two rounds 10 minutes. The last round is a five-minute sprint. Or, if you really want to fuck up the whole system, make the first round of every fight five minutes and the next rounds 10 minutes. You imagine if the last two rounds, the first round uh, of this last fight was five minutes and the last two rounds were 10 minutes each, I think John Jones finishes that fight and there's no decision on, uh, you know, there's no controversy on the decision because Reyes was, was hurting. Without that one-minute rest period, that's a big deal. Without that one-minute rest period in between rounds, you're, you're talking about only getting two rest periods instead of getting four rest periods. Uh, that's half the rest. Having to fight for a lot longer, having to fight out of dangerous positions a lot longer, um, having to survive in, in, in dangerous positions. Uh, gas tanks are going to get exposed right there. I think if you want to get the refs less involved, you got to get more finishes. How do you get more finishes? not about, uh, oh, oh, I want it more, or trying harder. No, it's just, give them more opportunities. Make the fucking rounds. Make the, more, the, the later rounds longer. Now, now you see John Jones with five minutes extra to work in that fourth minute or that fourth, uh, fourth, third, in the third round and the fourth round, having an extra five minutes tacked onto those rounds, he probably finishes Reyes. He probably does. Now, even if you only had the first rounds at ten minutes, maybe Reyes finishes uh, John Jones or, or, or lands something big because he was rolling in that first round. So making one or one or two of the rounds longer. I think that's dope. If you wanted to have the early rounds be 10 minutes and then the last round, the sprint round, I'm cool with that. If you wanted to have like a warm-up five-minute round and then get into the fucking survival of the fittest mob deep fucking rounds after that, either way, I'm down with that shit. I think that would make a, a, two 10-minute rounds. That's some championship shit, homeboys. And in a, a little five-minute, you're not changing the length of the fights. You're just changing the length of the rounds. Um, so I think that's what the fuck they should do, man. That's, that's, that's all we do in the Thunderdome, homies. That's all we do. We do 10-minute rounds. That's it. You got to start training differently. You got to start training for 10-minute rounds. That would be sick. You should be training for 10-minute rounds anyways, maybe even 15-minute rounds. So five minutes seems like absolutely nothing. Anyways, fuck else we got. So next up, sorry, had to save that shit. Uh, next up we got, uh, this, this card, this next card is whatever, um, it's Blockowicz. What is it? Blockowicz versus Corey Anderson. Uh, yeah, Blockowicz versus Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson, man. The worst thing that could happen is Corey Anderson comes out here and smokes this dude, Blockowicz, and then wants a title shot. Because I don't think anybody, nobody, his own fucking mammy and pappy don't want to see him fight for the motherfucking title. I'm sorry, Corey Anderson. You boring-ass motherfucker. I know you got a KO in your last fight. I forget who the fuck you fought. Um, it was actually impressive. Uh, oh, I know who it was. It was that uh, White Walker. Uh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. That's really his name, Johnny Walker. Uh, you knocked out Johnny Walker, who was on you know a, a nice little tear of his own. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry, homie. Uh, uh, nobody wants to see you fight John Jones. Uh, Boring-ass motherfucker. Uh, you, you know, nine, nine out of his ten fights are all fucking snooze fests. Uh, could he beat John Jones? Probably not. He's a heavy wrestler. Uh, he's falling in love. He's he's doing that what wrestlers do. They fall in love with their hands. Now that he knocked out Johnny Walker, he's he's probably gonna you know get away from his wrestling even more. Uh, Rashad Evans type shit. Um, every wrestler you know, uh, Tyron Woodley type shit. You knock somebody out, next thing you know, you're not a wrestler no more. You don't want to wrestle no more. Uh, but uh, Blockovich, Jan Blockovich. Uh, I don't want to see him fight for a fucking title either. I mean, that's a boring-ass fight. He's lost plenty. I've seen him lose plenty of fights. I will say this, um, just for knocking out 
uh, Luke Rockhold uh, in his last fight. I believe it was his last fight. Just the way he knocked out Luke Rockhold, he's an instant Hall of Famer. Jan Blakowicz is a fucking UFC Hall of Famer just for knocking out the original, the OG douchebag of the universe world title holder, Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold. He paved the way for the Colby Covingtons of the world, for the ABs of the world, Antonio Browns of the world. They, they, this this uh, uh, bestowed honor wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't for Luke Rockhold and, and, and Jan Blakovich knocking him the fuck out like that after homie was looking past Jan Blakovich. Uh, Luke Rockhold was already talking about how he's the he's going to beat John Jones and all this shit. You couldn't even beat Jan, a guy named Jan. You couldn't beat that motherfucker. That homie deaded you to sleep. Eyes rolled back in your motherfucking head, homie. You you fucking, you eye in the back of your scalp, son. Uh, um... I, I don't. I'll take Corey Anderson in this fight. I think that's pretty pretty obvious that Corey Anderson's going to win that fight. Neither one really are that great. Diego Sanchez is fighting Mike Pierriadia, who happens to have the same last name as the motherfucker who fucked up the Cowboys versus Patriots game and called two non-existent tripping fucking calls. So anybody named uh, Michelle, Michelle Pierriadia, fuck you. Uh, Diego Sanchez, OG five oh five Albuquerque, aka the Breaking Bad State representative. Diego Sanchez, the nightmare, the original. Ultimate Fighter uh, champion still fucking fighting. I know he lost his last fight, um, but, but the fight before that, he beat somebody's ass. He beat uh, he beat uh, who did he beat? He did he beat? Um, uh, let's see who he fought. Um, Kiesa. He lost to Kiesa. Kiesa dominated him. Before that, it was Mickey Gall. That's right. He beat Mickey Gall's ass, and then he fight, fought Kiesa. Um, I don't know what, because uh, Kiesa's at 170 now, and he, he's looking like he's kind of climbing up there now after his win uh, against Rafael Dos Anjos. So, um, you know, I'll, Diego Sanchez. I'm going to take Diego Sanchez because I, I ain't taking nobody named Pieri, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Fuck you, homeboy. Uh, I don't know this other. I don't know that. Uh, Ray Borg. Uh, you got, oh, this is the fight. This is the fight of the card right here. Lando Venata. Lando Groovy Venata versus Yancey Moderos. Um, yo, Venata is a dude that, on short notice, he's out of uh, Winkle John in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Another 505 representative right there. Um, he got his UFC debut on short notice against Tony Ferguson on one of the times that I believe Khabib dropped the fight. And he all but knocked out Tony Ferguson in that first round. He had Tony Ferguson in all sorts of trouble. More trouble than he's ever been in a fight before he was able to, in the second round, take over Groove of Nada, uh, blew his gas tank, uh, pulled the old uh, uh, Reyes, uh, blew his wad in the opening scene. Um, and he got finished in the second round. But he, he and since then he's been hit or miss. He's knocked motherfuckers out with spinning wheel kicks. He's he's done all sorts of shit. This dude moves. His style is is fucking dope. He, he, you know, win or lose, Lando Venata is not in boring fights. Versus a guy, a, an aggressive guy like Yancey Maderos. I like him back at 155. I don't like him at 170. I think he's a little too small, a little out of shape at 170. Um I'm gonna take Ruby Venata. I just think his his striking is way 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 more crisp uh, than that. I thought there was another decent fight on this card. Um, Tim Means, he's always a John Dotson's fighting. That's that's Jim Miller's on another another card against Scott Holtzman. Um, there's some there's some decent stuff. Uh, Jim Miller, John Dotson. You're starting to see these names that you know were big like five years ago. They're now 
they're now fading out. These old time guys are, you know, starting to cycle out, and these these new new age guys are, are starting to take over, man. So you never know what you're gonna get. You remember Jim Miller as a fucking killer. I remember his biting his almost biting his tongue off when uh, Nate Diaz caught him in a fucking guillotine with his tongue sticking out. A fucking almost bit off his own tongue. Uh, but he's he's been in a lot of wars. John Dotson. Uh, I remember his first fight. I think he. I thought he beat. Uh, DJ Demetrius Johnson back in the day, or maybe it was just super close. The second one wasn't close at all, but you know, John Dotson's had his moments too. So, uh, de- decent little card, you know, for free UFC Fight Night, probably on on ESPN or some shit like that, or ESPN Plus. Fuck all that. Um, Fury versus Wilder. Um, little little more fight news. Uh, I I told y'all a couple weeks ago. Um, I picked. Fury the first time. I'm picking Wilder the second time because uh, I just wa- I rewatched the first fight um, this weekend or uh, actually yesterday. They had it on. They were replaying it and and man, I I thought that he got I thought Fury got knocked down earlier in the fight and then in the last round, but he actually got knocked down in the ninth round and then the last round. So those those shots kind of came um, you know back to back. And, and, and that second shot was so vicious, the one he got up from. That's still one of my favorite combat sports uh, moments of all time. I, I could not fucking believe uh, my illegal stream when I was watching that shit. I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker got up. There's going to be a 30 for 30 someday called He Got Up. And it's going to be about how uh, Tyson how Tyson Fury got the fuck up from a fucking two-piece combo that was fucking vicious. They had him. He, he was sprawled out in the classic crime crime uh, scene chalk outline position that's how he was laid the fuck out uh and out of nowhere like the undertaker at fucking wrestlemania or whatever the fuck got up and and then took some punches and then with about a minute and a half left in the round started taking over started landing some bombs of his own started putting hands on came back in that fucking round um it, 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 I, I, but after taking those shots from 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 Wilder, he's not going to be able to take another one like that. Not one. He's not going to get up twice. He's going to get if he gets clipped one time, which everybody does at some point. He's he's not going to get up this time, and I think it's only a matter of time until he gets caught. He can even win the first eight, nine, ten rounds. It don't matter. Homie's going to wait. He's going to he throws so many of those fucking overhand bombs and and I was watching the fight yesterday. Wilder gets into some some striking where he's like literally slapping and throwing punches like no offense, uh like a girl. Uh no bullshit. He's he's out there throwing like slap punches at times. Like he gets so uh, uh, beyond himself, and he has so little technique. Really, he has so little fundamentals. He's just all power that he's like throwing slaps during the fight. Sometimes after trying to like counter getting hit with a three piece. Um, so there's no definite. There's no question who the more technical fighter is. Um, but it's a hundred percent. I think Wilder's gonna win this one. Uh, hopefully, you know it, it lasts a few few rounds. But if Fury eats one of them, it, it's it's gonna be a done motherfucking deal. What the fuck else do we got? What else do we got here? We got um, oh yeah, check this shit out. I just watched this shit. Uh, little uh, Netflix show. Y'all y'all looking for some Netflix shit? If you haven't checked out the uh, Aaron Hernandez wild ass shit. Uh, homie was wild for the night. Uh, he, he, all this, all this weird ass shit because he was, he was gay. Homie was gay and, uh, he couldn't deal with it. He didn't want people to know he was such a, a tough guy that he didn't want nobody to know that he was gay. Um, that kind of sucks for him. Just come out, be gay. Who gives a fuck? And, and you'd probably be at peace with yourself and you wouldn't be out there fucking killing people and then hanging yourself on some Epstein shit. Uh, but, uh, go check that one out and then don't fuck with cats. 
I think the actual title is Don't F With Cats. And it's a documentary about this motherfucker who was online torturing cats and killing them, putting them in like Ziploc bags or those those, those, uh, bags that you can suck the air out of. Uh, He was lighting them on fire. He was feeding them the snakes. He was doing all sorts of weird, howling, howling at the moon, off the motherfucking leash, shitting on lawns, going crazy, homies. Um, He starts torturing cats. And these these uh, fucking dweebs, nerds, uh, if you will, who had nothing better to do with their life, decided they were going to track this guy down, which I, is a good thing. Uh, you need people uh, with no fucking life. They're going to de- dedicate, you know, 14 hours of their day to try to track some dude down from fucking Russia uh, based on where um, the light switch was in their room. I mean, these they were literally tracking this dude down by like posters he had in his room, by where the light switch was in his room. Uh, they found this dude. The way they found this dude, it, it, it's scary. They can find you, homie. Anybody, anybody can find you at any motherfucking time. But this dude, uh, this this weird little motherfucker, uh, had this uh, whole online persona where he was literally, cr- literally creating hundreds of fake accounts and like commenting on his own pictures, how he was like the sexiest man in the world and shit. And so much so that people actually thought he was famous. He created so much of an online buzz with fake accounts that people thought he was actually dating uh, uh, one of the Kardashians or some shit. Like somebody fucking famous. I don't remember. It, it, it was fucking wild. He got he got on like TV interviews and shit. It, it was crazy. Turns out this dude is a dude that's fucking, fucking with cats. Then out of nowhere, he sends one of the people. They started a Facebook group. So they got all these people on Facebook trying to figure out who this is, trying to give the information to the cops to go and arrest this motherfucker. Then, out of nowhere, this motherfucker sends a video to one of the members. Homie thinks it's going to be another cat. He turns it on. He opens the fucking video. And it's him killing somebody. It's him stabbing the shit out of somebody to death. And and, and and they go to the cops. Nobody's listening because the guy hadn't even been found yet. There was no unsolved murder and shit. Um, then in Canada, turns out that this happened in Canada, they find a fucking body in an alley stuffed in a, a suitcase with just the body, the head and everything else was, uh, you know, somewhere else. Um, and, and the people tracked them down again to being in Canada. So they were trying to give long story short, uh, they tracked this motherfucker down. It's fucking crazy, man. How they, how, how these fucking internet dweebs, uh, found this dude when the cops couldn't, uh, they tried to warn him when he when, tried to warn the authorities when he was killing cats and shit saying this guy's going to go even more wild. Sure enough, he goes and kills motherfucker. Uh, and, and he, he was like doing it for some, like trying to be like basic instinct, trying to be like the bitch in basic in- instinct. He was like copycat killer shit. It's fucking wild, homies. It's three episodes. They're like an hour each. Uh, it's fucking wild. Go check that shit out. That shit, that shit will blow your fucking mind. What else do we got? Oh, yes. Pelicans eating ass. Right on schedule. The Pelicans, uh, bibs on, sporks out, doggy bags ready. Uh, we out here, all you can eat, ass eating, sons. I've been fucking telling y'all, y'all were fucking clowning me with the fucking 13-game losing streak. I remember, yeah, yeah, fucking, uh, if they didn't have the 13-game win streak, uh, lose streak, losing streak early in the season, they'd be easily in the seventh, seventh seed right now. Um, but regardless, we still out here doing the damn thing. Um, got a huge win, beat the Timber, uh, beat the, the Blazers, beat the motherfucking Blazers last night, um, just ate their motherfucking ass, wet night, uh, wet wipes out, 
uh, uh, like like you eating barbecue ribs and shit. That's how we were eating ass last night. We we fucking smacked the Blazers around, who just beat the Lakers. Dame Dash going off for 50 a night, only had 20 against us. Uh, Zion had 31. He's back. We didn't even have B.I. last night. Before that, we beat the Pacers at Pacers. Uh, we lost two in a row. We lost to the... To the Rockets and I think into the Bucks. The Bucks and the Rockets kind of smoked us. But either way, we're on a three-game win streak. We're, we're, we're eight games out of 500. When a while ago we were like 15 games under 500, so we're making a little. We're about three, three and a half, four games out of the eight seed. We were making our run, homies. Don't you when, when the Pelicans make that run and knock the Lakers out in the first fucking round of the playoffs, and they make the eight seed and knock the Lakers out in the first round of the playoffs? Don't you be accusing me of fucking fucking hopping on the bandwagon i've been on this shit i've been on this pelican shit since they were the motherfucking charlotte hornets since mugsy bogues rolled since since larry johnson was rolling since since uh uh, uh baron davis was out there cp3 the original cp3 when they moved to new orleans i've been on this shit i've been on this shit and i'm gonna reap the motherfucking benefits i'm on record Talking greasy, absolutely wild about uh, about Zoe, uh, uh, filthy, rotten, disgusting shit. I said about the homeboy. I take it all back. I'm sorry, man. This dude's actually now balling. This dude, uh, his shots better. He, he's running the offense. He's getting like ten assists a night. Uh, he, he looks like a completely different player. All he had to do uh, 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 was. Cut ties with his pappy for a little while. Get the fuck out of L.A. Get the fuck away from LeBron. Who the fuck wants to play LeBron? Who wants to play with LeBron anyways? That dude's got, he, oh, annoying little 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 Betty-ass emotion-ass motherfucker. Now, fuck all that. We roll to New Orleans. This homie is a completely different player. He's lobbing to Zion like it's nothing. Zion's only played in nine games. He's already eaten all kinds of motherfucking ass. Double-fisting at the fucking table. Uh, it, it's a beautiful thing. B.I.'s, you know, an all-star. Uh, Reddick's getting threes. I mean, we looking good. This is the funnest team in the NBA. These motherfuckers love playing with each other, man. I don't mean on some, you know, fucking weird shit in the locker room type play with each other. I mean on the court, like playing basketball together, motherfuckers. And, and uh... I'm excited, man. I think we can make that A seed, and we're gonna we're gonna be trouble. We're gonna be trouble. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. Don't be uh, don't be saying I, I j- I'm just hopping on this fucking bandwagon. I've been on this shit. I went through every fucking dark year ever. I owed this shit. I'm owed this shit, homeboys. Fuck else we got. Um, oh, yeah, some more fucking weird ass. We're getting to some weird ass shit. Some miscellaneous ass shit before I get the fuck up out of here, homies. Um, you got to stop with these motherfucking challenges, man. There's there's some weird ass challenges. You know, you had the ice bucket challenge. You had the, they did the triple uh, X extension uh, challenge, the disrespectful ass challenge. Uh, they done all, they done all sorts of fucking shit. And uh, now they got a, a broomstick challenge. Uh, NASA said that only on, on one day out of the year, February 10th, brooms would actually stand up. If you put them on their bristles, they would stand up on their own only on one day out of, like, the entirety of the fucking universe. So fucking assholes got to go and, and, and go buy some fucking brooms and, and post it all over the goddamn, all over the goddamn internet like it's like it's some uh, cure for cancer or something. Let me tell you some shit. We had our own brooms. Uh, this is some weird shit. Uh, in high school. My high school was Poway High School, a suburb in, in San Diego, California. Our rival, one of our rival schools, which was just a few miles away, was Rancho Bernardo High School. I actually live in Rancho Bernardo now. Don't be coming at me on some fucking don't fuck with cat shit. Don't be trying to find out where the fuck I'm, uh, where I live at. Just know that, all right? And, and, and 
uh, Rancho Bernardo had one of the best baseball teams in, in the country. Cole Hamels was from Rancho Bernardo High School. He's a World Series champion with the uh, with the Phillies. I think he now he's on the the Braves for a year. One of the best pitchers for a few years in, in the league uh, was from Rancho Bernardo High School. And I think right around the time that this shit happened. But when we were at school, um, there was this huge uh, story from Rancho Bernardo High School that the baseball team uh, got into some hazing shit. And, and they had their own broomstick channel, uh, challenge. They were shoving broomsticks up kids' asses. They, they, were, they were putting icy hot. This is, this is real shit. They were putting icy hot on, on broomstick handles and shoving them in dudes' asses. This was their hazing ritual. Like... I don't know why with this this sports shit. I never was on a. I've been on sports my whole life. I never had any team that ever did any kind of hazing. I don't know where that came from, and I I don't know why when you haze, it, it has to be some gay shit. Like I don't know why it has to do with anything about you know shooters and assholes. I, I don't know why you can't just like uh, call somebody a name or some shit. I I don't know. Give them a noogie. Give them a fucking wedgie or purple nurple or some shit like that. That was hazing back in my day. These motherfuckers were like the they they started their own trailblazing path. Uh, of broomstick challenges they said fuck nasa they started shoving broomstick up, up up each other's asses and so that became i i got into a fight once because i was clowning a motherfucker i was on, uh, from rb high school and i rolled up in there i was talking about them shoving broomsticks up each other's assholes they got fucking they were mad salty about that shit it was embarrassing the motherfuckers that weren't on the baseball field anybody who went to that school was like on, on edge about that shit like those baseball players embarrassed everybody at that school and we used it we used it to, to start fights and shit, man. But that's the original broomstick challenge. Y'all want a broomstick challenge? Get some icy hot up on that shit and shove it up your motherfucking ass if you want a fucking broomstick challenge. How about you get a, a, a real fucking challenge like uh, the get a job challenge? You could try that challenge. How come we don't have anything like that? Or a, a pay your motherfucking bills challenge. Pay your child support challenge. How about that shit? I bet y'all ain't going to start that shit. Um talking about a broomstick challenge how about the don't show your ass on ig for three days challenge all you ladies the the don't wake off don't wank off for one day challenge for all you homies out there man that's a fucking challenge right there don't wake off for a fucking day i know i ain't going fucking three hours without wanking off so one day that's fucking crazy that's some real fucking challenges y'all motherfuckers can try doing this fucking broomstick challenge ridiculous man um the fuck else we got going on i'm about to get the fuck oh yeah this shit this shit's wild too hold up this shit's wild i knew i wrote this shit down for a reason there's this school let me look this shit up i think i got it already lit up there's this school in colorado first off i'm gonna say this colorado is quickly becoming the new florida of the country uh florida's into some weird shit i think it has to do with swamps uh, swamps just make motherfuckers act fucking funny. Um, there's probably like moonshine and weird shit going around out there. And, and there's probably a lot of incestual shit going around because a lot of these dudes look, look, look pretty fucked up, you know, uh, just, just genetically. They, they, they never had a chance genetically from the womb. They just look fucked up. They look like the hills have eyes looking ass motherfuckers. There's a lot of them in Florida. Uh, there's some cool areas, you know, you Miami and Orlando, they all, you know, Tampa Bay, they, you know, it makes it look all fucking good for the, uh, the visitor visitors guides and, and 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 the little commercials on tv visit florida they don't show you the motherfucking swamps they ain't they ain't showing you all that that shit they ain't taking you down there um but colorado is quickly becoming i don't know if it's you know all the legalized all the all the uh legalized uh former drugs like they used to you know now um 
mushrooms is are not legal but they're decriminalized like weed first was now weed was first place to go legal in in colorado they're kind of giving it a bad name right now because they wilding out but these uh they they're, they're always in, in in the news for shit but this new one uh i got i read it a couple weeks ago and i forgot about it and then i looked it up today and they're still adding to this shit so it didn't even stop like this this is new shit that they're still on this shit i don't know what school this is um it's a school in um I fucking say, I gotta read this shit to you, motherfucker. This is fucking wild. Jefferson County, Colorado. Um, let me just read this shit to you. Uh, parents with children who attend Jeffco Public School say the culture of inappropriate touching described in a re- recent federal lawsuit against the district is occurring at other schools too. So this ain't even. Th- this is this is. Um, wildfire it's blazing across the countryside here in middle schools keep in mind this is middle schools in my time uh depending on the schools sixth grade to eighth grade was middle school um some places it's seventh and eighth grade or middle school um still you're young as fuck you're not even a teenager yet you're like 12 years old in 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 this shit um what is it? A lawsuit filed last week makes a variety of allegations including the district failed to prevent a long-standing culture of Titty Touch Tuesday and Slap Ass Friday at Everett Middle School in Wheat Ridge. That's the name of the school in Wheat Ridge. They have Titty Touch Tuesday and Slap Ass Friday. We had, I'll tell you what we had. We had, we had ball thwap every day. We did, here I was saying why, why we always got to do gay shit. We would walk by each other and, and, and like hit each other's nuts when we weren't paying attention. That's what the fuck. We weren't grabbing no motherfucking titties. I wish we were grabbing some motherfucking titties. Slapping motherfucking asses. We ain't talking about dudes slapping other dudes asses. This is, this is young, young, young lads slapping chicks asses. Grabbing motherfucking titties on Tuesday. Friday they slapping asses. Uh, Wednesday is, is like sexual assault Wednesday or something apparently. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. Um. They reviewed, let's see, the school also told parents be assured that there were staff. Um, the chief's legal counsel, this lady said, hope is all a lawsuit. Schreimer said both of her daughters were aware of these behaviors at their school. This lady's talking about how her daughters told her about this shit. Uh, her youngest daughter attends Everett Middle School and her eldest, another middle school, who is now in 10th grade, attended Bell Middle School. Slap ass Friday happened every Friday that I can remember in middle school. Every motherfucking Friday, these motherfuckers are grabbing asses. That's fucking wild. Now, listen, this this is on some sexual assault shit. We're, we're, how, how, how is this not like uh, uh, you slapping asses and grabbing titties and you ain't in fucking juvenile hall or some shit? What the fuck is going on here? Droman told her mom in a voice message, I just remember that every Friday a guy would come up to me and smack my ass thinking it was a game. Or if it wasn't, that he'd come up and grab my tit and call it a bean dip. They were called, I don't know what, he would slap my ass or grab my tit and call it bean dip. Another mother told uh, uh, these people that her daughter attended Everett Middle School during 2018-19 school year and witnessed students spanking each other in the hallways. Her, her daughter never saw boys touching breasts. I uh, hope that more girls will come forward. Uh, this is fucking wild, man. Titty grab Tuesday. Slap ass fucking Friday. Every motherfucking Friday. Even holidays. Holidays not excluded. This is fucking crazy, man. I, I didn't touch my first titty until I was almost... I was an adult. I was like 18 motherfucking years old when I, when I, when I grabbed my first titty. First ass too, man. No, I was probably like 16. 
I was 16. These motherfuckers are already grabbing titties and ass in like 6th, 7th, 8th grade. This shit's out of hand, man. Um, same motherfuckers that probably had an a iPhone and a Tinder account when they were in 5th grade. And they wonder why they fucking grabbing titties in 6th grade. These kids are growing up too fast, homie. Um, if the triple champ came home and, 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 you know, got suspended for grabbing some fucking titties, I you know... I don't know how I'd feel. You got a little mixed re- reaction. You're like, yeah, you, you should. Nah, homie, you can't be just grabbing titties. You can't be doing that, man. That that's that, that's assault. I don't know how these motherfuckers ain't getting arrested. Um, you grabbing titties without consent? You know, are, are the chicks giggling this shit off? I I, I don't know. It's wild though. In, in Colorado, be careful, man. Y'all y'all are really starting to uh, push the envelope here, man. Um, really starting in the wrong direction homies you need to get a grip on your motherfucking kids i'll tell you what if i had a daughter and some little motherfucker was was grabbing her titties slapping a motherfucking ass i'm i'm up at that school knocking heads out i'm wheel kicking motherfuckers i'm dropping bows on motherfuckers i'm edson barbosa in these motherfuckers real fucking quick i don't give a fuck if you're 10 11 12 years old i'm fucking Punting your motherfucking ass. I, I, I'm push kicking you in the fucking face. Uh, I, I'm Spartan kicking you. I, I, I'm whooping your motherfucking ass. And any teacher, man, woman, child, any motherfucking teacher that saw it go down and didn't do anything, I'm knocking motherfuckers out. I'm knocking everybody out in the school. I'm knocking the motherfucking custodian out. I don't give a fuck if you're grabbing my, my daughter's titties. So all you homies, all you pappies out there hey, getting your, you know... Daughters on t- Titty Touch Tuesday, fuck all that shit. Uh, we taking, we 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 stopping on. We ass kick every day is what we gonna fucking have. We're gonna have ass whooping every day. Turn that ass spanking into ass whoopings, man. Fucking crazy. The little kids going out here ass. T- who start? Who's the first one to fucking start Titty Touch Tuesday? He actually, he you know, just reached out and grabbed the titty, couldn't take it anymore. I said, no, it's a new thing. God let me do it. Nah, it don't, it, it don't it don't work like that, homies. That's it's just not how it fucking works. Um, that's it, man. That's that's all I got for y'all. So sorry, homies. It took me a while to get back on on here. You know, I uh, had some shit going on, but we back, we back. You know, try to keep coming back on here. You know, we we slowly pushing the episode. Uh, this is ninety seven. Damn it. Um, in a couple episodes is episode 100. We're gonna see what I gotta do. Hopefully, I get at least get whiskey on this bitch. Probably have whiskey come over. The return of whiskey on episode 100. Um, if y'all haven't never heard whiskey, um, you can go to early episodes like one through 40. He was he was around on some of those through one through 40. Kind of fell off. Uh, got too big for the podcast. The head got way too big. Um, on some Kanye West ego shit. Uh, and said fuck us. You know. So um, I kept it. I kept it held down. Held down the fort for y'all motherfuckers. I'm still here. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, for the triple champ, he's still chilling, man. He's 13. Just turned 13 months old already. Um, he's chilling. He's taking his little steps. He's about to start walking here in, a, in, in any minute now. I bet by the next, we're going to say this, by the next podca- bo- podcast, episode 98, little homie's going to be walking. And, and then it's off and running, man. After he starts walking, we hitting pads. We hitting pads. We'll probably be be hitting pads by the end of March. So we're gonna be doing our first pad session. He's knocking. He's gonna be knocking babies the fuck out, homies. That's just what it is. Uh, so if you, you you know who the triple champ is, you see him uh, roll up into your little 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 daycare or some shit like that. You get your motherfuckers the fuck out of there. You get them on their best motherfucking behavior. They're getting their their, their throats snatched. Trust me on that shit. Uh, 
But we still rocking. Moody Hank, um, the WSP um, mascot over here, the German Shepherd. You know, uh, I remember the first day we 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 rocked with her. I mean, the day I got her, the day after I got her, she was on the podcast. So you know, we've been growing as a family here. You know, uh, and hopefully y'all keep rocking with us. Tell your homies to tell your homies to tell your homies. Um, rate us on on iTunes. Um, trying to think of any hip-hop shit before i get out of here little wayne put out an album it's hit or miss there's some bangers on there though um the carter five that he put out last year the year before that shit's fire i love that fucking album and there's bangers on this new one there's some serious bangers there's one called uh bing james where it's like a ode to the lakers uh he's he's what does he say he say uh, uh yellow pills purple drink geeker uh yellow yellow pills purple drink Laker geek, man. Yeah, that's what he says. Yellow pills, purple drink, Laker geek, man. And and it has like a 24-second moment of silence at the end for Kobe. And he he added a whole bunch of tracks to make it 24 tracks. I guess he was dedicating this album to Kobe Bryant before Kobe even died. I guess he's just a a, a huge Kobe Bryant fan. So go check that album out. Definitely got bangers. Starts with a bunch of bangers, ends with a few bangers. Eminem album, still go grab that shit. If y'all still sleeping on the on the two uh, Yellow Wolf albums, Ghetto Cowboy and Trunk Music 3 that came out last year, go get up on that shit. Um, Royce to 5'9 has a new album coming out. Fuck, I forget the name of it. But it's coming out next week or the week after. The 22nd. I think it comes out the 22nd, right before the uh, uh, Fury uh, Wilder fight. So maybe like the 21st or something like that. So that's going to come out. You know that's going to be fucking banging. Hopefully M's on that. I just found out that uh, Royce was producing. He produced the the Darkness track on the new Eminem shit, which is the first single with, with the uh, video out. And the third track, which he's on, uh, which Royce is also on, called uh, You Gonna Learn, which is hard as fuck. So he, he's doing heavy producing. I guess he's done plenty of producing in the past. Uh, Ghostwriting and all sorts of shit. Royce is one of the gems of, uh, of hip-hop. So go check that out. Joyner Lucas just dropped a new single called Revenge or some shit like that. He said that... ADHD, his album is finally going to fucking come out uh, 100% guaranteed next month. So in March, we're going to have back-to-back. We're going to have we're gonna have M drop. Now Royce is going to drop. And then we're going to have Joyner Lucas drop. Hopefully M's on that. I remember Joyner Lucas was talking last year about how they did like a stand two, basically, kind of a track that could kind of serve as a sequel to Stan. So um, after they collabed together on M's uh, Kamikaze album last year, so... Um, definitely. That that's what I've been looking for is, is to the uh, is to the Joyner Lucas album, man. So if you you ain't even on Joyner Lucas, go get on that shit. Um, but that's it, homies. That's all I got for you. Um, I'll be back sooner than later. Uh, uh, keep rocking with your boy. Uh, I'm Seth Gecko, aka Moody Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers. Seen on 15 clean, now shit seems like it's gotten real. What if she 
what now? So what if you somehow creeped in the back? Kicked in the door, what's beef when you asked to get on floor? Gasoline dreams and lit matches sped up before. Minutes that we had that sold our souls for 15. One for the getaway, three for the show. Packing the Mac with a bean in the back of the box. That be on lean, we're blasting trunk music. Dead in the middle, I fiddle those triple D's. Little did we know when to put up these 50 GLs. Hot and dark and sun's out dark. You can somehow look through my eyes, see what I see. Don't blink, you might need the time that took some day. These rhymes need a hook for the getaway. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be on some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. On some, on some other shit. One day, one day, I'll be gone. You know, just wait, you find me. One day, one day, someday soon. Someday, someday, I'm they boom. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be on some. No matter where I go, where I go, always come back to that place that I know, that I know. I can always name the class, the rock, but the sky's still great, but I'm on my way. And I wouldn't change a thing, not a fucking thing. Come here, I'm going in low, ducking me, I ain't know. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Hands up, ransom, hand me down. Express play, they hit random, found a hidden track. Isn't that the blueprint? Sounds like some new shit. Now nah, I can prove that. Late at night, the song cries. Late awake, it's all eyes. On next episode, where we all die. Stop, drop, you open up shop, now change shit. Some ain't shit. No need for the ether. We got yourself a gun to your head. It's so full that one mic in the right. That's all she said. The world is yours and all right. Shook once, can stand for the twos to break free and lose themselves in the music. Fail to protect your neck like a fool you fell. Head over heels, got a hoe with a housewife, answer that door. Sorry, Miss Jackson, I see that you bored, but you got a husband who loves you. Boo! No matter where I go, where I go, always come back to that place that I know, that I know. I can always lay with class, the rock, the sky's still great, but I'm on my way. And I wouldn't change a thing, not a fucking thing. One day, one day, I'll be, I'll be awesome, awesome. Someday, 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 I make boom.